the turd. <laughs> okay. Got you it. guys are going to do so good. I'm so I'm nervous. So nervous. <laughs> Why? It's <laughs> it's a Dance Moms recap podcast and it goes out to like a couple hundred people. It's not it's really not that serious. You should not be nervous. If my sister can make it through one of these with her, you know, all of her, you know, analytical uh, sure. stressors, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, yeah, you'll okay. be fine. You all know right, what cool. I mean? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, I'm not worried about you. Amy fully owns her own business and is get, like getting hate on the internet today. And she's like, I'm nervous about podcasting. <laughs> That's so true. She's like, podcasting is where I draw the line. That's <laughs> <laughs> how it feels. Yeah. Welcome back to the pyramid guys, gals, and non-binary pals. My name is Amanda. I'm your host every single freaking week. This is your weekly disclaimer that if you can hear my cat in the background, it's because she has a bell on her collar and she's too cute for me to take it off. Actually this week though, update, she's just going to be meowing in the back because she's a fugitive who keeps taking her collar off no matter how many times I put it back on. So you will, you may hear her screeching and like biting the cords and all the fun stuff she usually does, but you won't be able to hear the bell on her collar because she keeps taking it off. You punk. Anyway, also your weekly disclaimer that if you can hear the dehumidifier in the background, sorry, but also no, I'm not. Because if I turn it off, I won't be able to breathe. So it has to stay on. Sorry about it. <laughs> this week, I have two brand new guests with me. OMG. I have. Yeah, wait, where's my. Hang on. For real. Where's my phone? Oh, I've got it. I've got it. Hang on because I'm a person who would have this on their phone. I have with me my friends, Abby and Amy. (laughs) (laughs) So excited to have both of you here. OMG. OMG. I know both of you are really nervous about this and you really legitimately should not be. It's so nothing. It's ridiculous. (laughs) It's just a silly little podcast on the internet. About Um, a show I've never watched before. Correct. (laughs) Correct. Correct. So Amy is leaving that out. (laughs) No, it's totally, honestly, a lot of people I've had on have never seen it before. And it makes it more fun because it's like, you have no point of reference. Like, what am I watching? This is insane. I would almost argue it's... Why are they doing what they're doing? Literally. I would almost argue it's better to be in your position. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Eli, who's like like a fan favorite, everybody loves him for an unknown reason. He's never seen it before. The only time he watches it is when he's here. And he's been on like 57 times. And people love, love him. love to see it. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. okay. people love him. Um, okay. Before we talk about anything else, I want to talk about your experience with the arts, like in general, and then your exposure to Dance Moms. Amy doesn't know. Has <laughs> never heard of it. Never seen it. No idea. But who wants to go first? What's your experience with the arts? We'll start there. <laughs> I guess I'll jump incredible I'll bite. um when you say arts could you mean middle school orchestra absolutely amazing right literally yeah so i did cello oh dang sixth through eighth grade dang that's hot girl shit well yeah. here's the thing you want to know why i stopped why why i one time had a really bad white pants period <gasps> situation no while playing the cello spread eggs okay oh, so no. <laughs> complete spread. spread eggs so traumatic i had to quit the cello on spot 
She Dang. never picked one up again. Yes. Dang. <laughs> I mean, if you were me picking up a cello physically in the sixth grade, that'd be pretty impressive. But that's right. crazy for real, for real. Yeah. So that is the arts. Dang. For me, personally. <laughs> fair. Totally Maybe fair. add a sprinkle of like community theater in first grade. Totally. And that's well, about but it. You, you also make internet content, which is creative and yeah. it can be very artistic. So, like, that definitely has a presence in your life for sure that is true to you bestie queen thank you <laughs> thank you amy what about the you girl arts. you know sure i was born and raised in gaylord michigan a Dang. metropolitan area <laughs> rural northern michigan so our arts were non-existent sure um i didn't really experience them growing up other than like you know a few i just spilled my beer all over me oh continue okay. to talk while i get a paper towel <laughs> Um, you know, arts and crafts. We did some crafts. <laughs> I did tickle the ivories growing up. I oh. was a piano player. Okay, PG-13. <laughs> um, yeah, but I do love Broadway. I love musicals. Period. I love plays. I love, like, watching the arts, taking them in, but I don't necessarily... Oh, participate? You're like an appreciator, not a practitioner. Oh my god. Give me a Broadway musical all day. It's one of my favorite playlists so, on Spotify. What's your opinion about Leah Michelle being the new Fanny Bryce? Don't get me started. I what you got? Come on, bring it to the table. No, I, I've only seen this. I've only read the headlines. Yeah. So I don't know a ton. I don't really I also didn't watch Glee. Oh, see, okay, oh. so yeah. So, Leah it's Michelle, like whatever. Me, like I know my bestie Colin has lots of feelings about. This. I have so many feelings about it as well. Abby Same. has so many feelings. Amanda has so many feelings. Mm -hmm. I, the girl can sing. Sure. Oh, totally. No so, one's debating whether or not she has the talent. I think right. that's honestly her only pro. Totally. Okay. The one and singular one. Yeah. She's she's a racist. She's right, Mama. Yeah. She said on the Glee tour that it that one of her or no on the set that there was a. a uh, co-star that she didn't like mm -hmm. and this co-star was black and she said that if she's like made some sort of comment about like if you don't stop bothering me or whatever i'm gonna shit in your wig no like that kind of level of like <laughs> okay great good to it was, know it was good a to gulp know. of pepsi a gulp of truth yeah um, we're gonna let her go yeah <laughs> it is there is so much conversation happening around it it's like yeah. ridiculous i'm just getting like the little highlights on social meds but yeah. nothing else oh I my really god read. i don't really have much of an opinion about her other than she can sing and i was really sad when her when the guy passed away Oh, oh Monty. God, weren't we all? I think that I'm, was a I think that was a year, uh not a year, but I think this is today's the anniversary of that happening. You're joking. RIP to a real one. I oh, think wait, hang on. I could be wrong. Them all, you guys. Hang on. Let me Google that before yeah, I say something stupid. I'm like, am I about to get the five tattoo that Leah Michelle had for Cory Monteith? You are. Oh yeah, no, for real. Yeah. On July 13th of 2013, he died of a toxic combination of heroin and alcohol. Oh my god, Rep King. Yeah, there's some yeah. weird conspiracy shit around the Glee cast. Well, of course there yes, is. Are because you kidding? There's also the guy who played Puck. Oh. Yes. He had a problem. The woman who played Santana died very tragically yes, and very drowned? suddenly. Yeah, she well, she drowned because her daughter fell off fell overboard off of a boat and she jumped in to save her. And through right. different medical complications her daughter made it and she didn't it, question mark yeah it's it, it that eerie. show's got a lot 
like so a lot of darkness like surrounding it in general yeah um it's also funny because jane lynch who was also in glee mm-hmm, who played mm-hmm. the queen sue sylvester yeah she is currently in funny girl i can't remember what part she's playing but she's currently on right now with beanie with beanie and beanie made the announcements isn't doing well no she's not she can't sing Mm -hmm. so here's the conspiracy the conspiracy is that because beanie's parents funded like almost the whole production Mm -hmm. like the whole thing was on their dime yeah and so the conspiracy is that they put beanie as fanny bryce to like keep the parents hooked Mm -hmm. but then once it was off the ground they were going to push out beanie and bring in leah michelle oh so this is a like this has already always been the plan that's what people are thinking because when they announced that leah michelle was leaving beanie fieldstein also or feldstein excuse me also announced she was leaving six months early she was like well they're bringing she didn't say they're bringing leah so i'm leaving but she was going to leave in a few months and she decided once they announced that leah michelle was coming in she was like oh i'm leaving i'm leaving like next week like i can't do this anymore so there's a little bit of tea yeah it's very interesting so but jane lynch who was also on glee who hates leah michelle decided she was also gonna leave early or she was gonna leave so that she'd have to work with leah michelle (laughs) which is like she's a terror oh yeah she's a nightmare oh my god and maybe illiterate yes there's a conspiracy theory that she can't read which is so fun to think about i love that conspiracy theory that people are like good luck to leah michelle for the next five months of having to memorize a script that's being spoken to her because i've just here's the thing I've seen too many articles. I know about how she in real life is literally Rachel from Glee. Yeah, like that she is literally the character that she played. Yeah, and if she's that's the truth, she's Mama, awful. she cray cray. Yeah, and the HBO docu series about Spring Awakening was supposed to kind of be the beginning of her redemption arc, and so like that just came out, or that didn't just come out, but it's been out for a little bit, and now she's coming back to Broadway, so it's like it was planned. It's a little she was sus. Also a baby during spring awakening she was like 15 yeah yeah she was so young i mean they all were the yeah it's crazy so that's your experience with the arts (laughs) (laughs) being an appreciator not a practitioner love that love that yeah um amy we know no experience from dance moms Mm. we've got nothing like i would watch it when i was watching say yes to the dress and it came on next Um, on tlc but i didn't follow it god what a two-for-one deal that is scrumptious over to like mtv or bravo you know yeah totally. abby what about you my exposure to dance moms yeah no mama she was a reg in my childhood house love that my mom and i loved watching it together we had we was like would record it we would record it the next night mama we'd watch it two times in a row back to back double feature same episode we were pretty obsessed that's amazing yeah so i have a lot of feelings about this and i want to add I haven't like watched it since my childhood. Oh, good, good. So you like it's been a minute. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. That's really exciting. Okay, so before we recap the episode, we need to talk. Oh, before we okay, before before before, I got a really really sweet DM on Instagram this week, um, and we kind of went back and forth in the DMs a little bit, but it was a really long message about listeners of the podcast will remember the episode. Season two, episode three, the first time that I talked to Kendall, I talked about the bottom of my pyramid was fat phobic doctors. And I went mm. to the doctor and she made some unnecessary comments about my weight and it was really frustrating to me. Mm-hmm. And this um, listener just reached episode three of season two and she described, um, you know, an experience that was 
in the similar context. And it was just really nice. Like, I really appreciated that. I'm sorry it took me forever to respond. I didn't see it for a minute because I am bad at Instagram. But anyway, I really appreciated it. I love getting DMs. I love getting emails. I love reviews, even the mean ones. I It fuels my hate fire. It's like my favorite thing ever. Send, leave me a bad review. I don't care. Um, like, comment. You know what I mean? It's literally, exactly. Give me the hate listen. I don't care. Yeah, it's a listen. It's true. Um, okay, so thank you for that. I very much appreciate it. So now we need to talk about the pyramid of like the world. Hmm. Are y'all ready? So what's the order in which we're doing this? Are we all saying our bottoms? And then all, all saying, saying middles, middles and then all saying top. Period. So who wants to start at the bottom? I can start at the bottom. What Love you got, it. girl? I have voice prompts on Hinge. Mm. That's right. That I remember. Yeah. Yes, yes, She's yes. good. Your yeah, memory's so good. Just cringe. Yeah. They give me the immediate ick. And <laughs> I don't think men need to have any more reason to speak. <laughs> Period. Period. You that it's like he's a 10, but all of his his prompts on hinge are voice prompts. So he's yeah. a zero. <laughs> People sing songs in Nashville. No. no. Yeah. That is so <gasps> and I can't annoying. even take credit of it because right now I'm currently not on the apps, but my friend is, and we mm-hmm. were scrolling the other night. They're awful, 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 heinous, heinous. And like, some of them think they're funny, but they're not. They're not. Spoiler alert: Men are not funny. Correct. Men are not funny. Like, find me a funny man and prove me wrong. Men yeah. are not funny. You know what I mean? That is so annoying. Ugh. So it's the voice prompts on Hinge. The voice prompts on Hinge. Yeah. Honestly, just leave. And whoever thought that was a good idea, I would love to have it. I would love to have a a ladies lunch. I'm sure it was a man who was like, this would be a good idea. Maybe it's the litmus test. Yeah. Maybe it's actually a good thing. It's easier to weed them out. That's what I'm saying. Maybe (laughs) it's actually, maybe it's actually brilliant. (laughs) Especially in Nashville. That's the thing too. Like I'm not hating on anybody who has a dream. I'm not hating on anybody who's like, I'm here to Nashville to blah, 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 whatever. But if you're going to put that your occupation is singer-songwriter, just tell me you're unemployed. Just tell me. Just be honest. You know what I mean? You're a singer-songwriter, so is everybody else. Ridiculous. I hate that for you. Abby, what do you have for the bottom of the pyramid, girl? This one has really been stewing for a minute. Yeah. And it is the fact that no matter where I go, I can't find a Starlight Coke anymore. Dang. Huge bummer. Rest in peace. She was the most refreshing, most delightful beverage I had in a minute. Okay. And now she's gone. And when will I see her again? I do Rest not know. Rest in power. Rest Coca-Cola in power, Starlight, Starlight Coke. I do hope we meet Coke again. Brothers. <laughs> let's <laughs> call them up. Let's call. Let's be like, guys, listen. Listen. So we have a very Put special request. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. So yeah, it's going to be Starlight Coke for me. Yeah. Real bum. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. My, I have to look at my note again. My bottom of, oh, my bottom of the pyramid is the difference between a guy who's dressing casual and a girl dressing casual. And like, I very recently, like, I mean, I've had, I'm going to have beef with the beauty industry probably until I'm like in the grave. And then even then people are going to be deciding what I wear at my own funeral. So it's like forever, right? Yeah, speak on it. But like, <laughs> but it's just like, the especially on TikTok, I'm seeing like, so many women talking about like dressing like this is how I'm styling this piece of clothing or like I am a size 14 16 so like this is how I wear like a high-rise jean whatever 
And then like the schlubby dudes are like, I wore a vintage tee and jeans and sneakers. And th- and what's frustrating is that like the hard wiring in my brain is like, oh, that guy looks so good. And I'm like, that's stupid. Because if I saw a girl on the internet with just those few things on, I may not think the same thing. Like I think about like how much makeup women have to put on to look like they're not wearing any makeup. It's like if women were really not wearing any, it you wouldn't, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's yes. just very frustrating. Yeah. And it's so excuse me it's so stupid i hate it i really recently in the summer it's always worse right like just the like seething hatred i have for men is only amped up in the summertime it never fully goes away it's so annoying to me like it's so easy fashion hot take kind of sucks yeah it does jake and i talked about that last week it's like they're not allowed to have color they're not allowed to have anything fun or like cute it's all beige and like navy blue and so when they put on a t-shirt that has like red and blue and it's a vintage tee and a pair of jeans people think that they're the most stylish human being yes and it's the bare minimum it's It's ridiculous the one with color versus the one without yeah literally right. the black and white version or the color version there's right. like no yeah there's no real difference i yeah. was thinking i'm gonna keep talking about i'm gonna talk about curtis connor again i'm gonna talk about him until i die but i was watching his like internet content and th- he's like one of the more stylish dudes that i think about on the internet mm-hmm. and i was like what makes him so stylish and like he has lots of tattoos which i think are cool and he wears like vintage clothes but like that's it he doesn't like do as much as like his girlfriend who's like an influencer uh interior designer person who like really does it up and he just he just puts on a t-shirt and jeans and is like Mm. the most attractive person ever like what is that in the brain you know what i mean it's just annoying to me i don't like it i don't know if i'm mad at men or if i'm mad at my brain for thinking that that's okay you know what i mean and seeing like somebody who put in like a little bit more effort than the rest of them being like damn panty dropper yeah you're like you're really serving (laughs) huh and it's like for what Right. For a nice t-shirt? Yeah. For a t-shirt that looks like he steamed. Maybe he just hung it up while he took a hot shower, got the wrinkles Mm -hmm. out, and was like, feeling fresh. Mm -hmm. Ridiculous. Agreed. Dang. Um, What about the middle of the pyramid? (sighs) Not all the way good, not all the way bad, nuance, complicated feelings. I can start if it makes you feel better. Please. Yeah. Okay. Let me look at my phone again. (laughs) I thought I would remember, and I didn't. Oh! Speaking of Curtis Connor my middle of the pyramid is re is hanging art in my house Mm. because this wall behind abby is completely blank yesterday or two days ago it was covered in art it was a gallery wall it had a bunch of stuff on it that's now just sitting on the table and i didn't really feel like the art reflected my personality anymore it was old art from like artists that i don't necessarily like identify with anymore or whatever so i was like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna put up some new stuff but it's a struggle because I had to get frames, which are in that gigantic Michaels box because we don't support Hobby Lobby in this house. We support Michaels because they support Amen. the queers. And Hobby Lobby is a bunch of Republicans who can all choke. And also play worship music. And also play instrumental work. What are they trying to do? Brainwash me? Seriously. Every time I go in there, I'm like, it's what a microaggression. <laughs> this takes me back to 2010. And not worship. in a fun way. Not in a good way. No. My no. God so Michael's awesome house God. only. Nothing else. And just like the process of hanging it up, putting it in frames, I, what I'm going to do while I'm thinking about Curtis Connor, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have three posters that are all relatively the same size. Mm-hmm. Two of them are hat show prints. Oh, cute. Right. 
Um, one of the half show prints, which is a company that makes posters for events that happen at the Ryman auditorium in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like a really cool style and whatever. And one of them is for Carol Burnett. I went to see her a couple years ago and it was everything. Um, and then the other head show print is for Taylor Tomlinson, who uh, I also went to love. see and she was also everything. And then the third one is Curtis Connor and they're all comedian posters like comedy Mm-hmm. It's like very important to me and whatever. And so I wanted to put them. That's so cute. Next to each other. Right. But it's just, and like, it's going to be cool because when people come over, it'll be like, these are cool things I went to whatever. But like the yeah. process of spacing it out, buying the frame, putting the vision together is going to be really tedious. And I just want them. I just want things to be cool already. Right. I don't want to do the work. Sure. So that's my middle of the pyramid. Yeah, I'd be lying if I told you that all the frames in my house had art in them. They don't. <laughs> they just <laughs> have like just the stock photos on the wall. No, oh. I have two IKEA frames uh-huh. that I've had since I moved into my condo five years ago, <laughs> and they're empty because yeah. I can't pick art. And mm. I'm also like, this is a difficult process. Yeah, yeah. So I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. they're cool. I like the style. The Curtis Connor style is very like i don't even know how to describe it but it's really cool and then the hat show prints will be on either side because they kind of matchy match and they're all comedians it's like love that journey for me but like that's gonna be a pain in the butt okay somebody else i can go okay so mine is that i'm really excited because i'm going on vacation this weekend with your mom my mommy with your mom we're going on a cruise to mexico um with what cruise line uh that would be a mummy question um sorry queenie um wasn't a brand deal so i wasn't keeping track um (laughs) oh i almost just spit out my drink whatever you do do not lose a gulp of bluey over there that was so funny Um, so but here's the negative thing about it is i have to pack Mm-hmm. I am what you may refer to as a procrastination packer. Dang. I'll be going to the airport at like nine. I'll be packing at 7.30. No. I can't. No. Trust me. I I, I love hate, that for you. No, 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 mama. I but hate I it as much as you do. I but you won't do cannot about change it. it. It's not Dang. getting changed, but I equally hate it. Yeah. Um. So that's my middle of the pyramid. Yeah. Going on vacation, very exciting. Because once I get through, packing. Mama, it's me in Mexico. True. And your mom. Period. On a boat. Mexico, Mommy. Dang. That's so exciting. Can't wait. Your mom. Amy, what about you? Uh, the middle of my pyramid is so nuanced. And that is yes. Bachelor Nation. Unpack Oof. it for us. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. so Can you pull that mic a little bit closer to you? Mm, I can, yeah. I have to act like I'm kissing it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> me and my microphone, we're... Knowing each other in the biblical sense, Ooh, okay. if you catch my drift. <laughs> it's true. Um, Bachelor Nation. So, you know, it's all these people that watch the show Bachelor. Whoa. Yep. Okay. And there was a season premiere on Monday. Uh-huh. And on my oh, Instagram. Oh, okay. That makes sense because I feel like I've been seeing a lot recently and I yes. didn't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Season that makes sense. premiere. I didn't watch last season and I didn't watch the season before that. I kind of took a break. Mm-hmm. And I had multiple people on my Instagram feed say that they are working on a fantasy league for The Bachelor. Now, here are my takes. One, I think it's a beautiful way to have community. (laughs) Like, I really am like you guys, like, it's a bonding thing. Mm -hmm. You 
watch it together. You talk to your friends. It's something you have in common. Mm -hmm. Two, the show is so toxic. Yeah. And it's obnoxious and it perpetuates all of these things in society one there's never been a plus size woman on that show true there was just recently the the first black woman on that show right to be the bachelorette and i'm just like like, how it's 2022 guys come on i'm not saying much now that we're in the great regression but (laughs) true literally though it's 2022 and we're still like propping these people up as if they are like the starlights of our pop culture yeah i just have issues with it but then at the same time i'm like i love that all my friends have this in common and they care about it and they can like talk about it it's it's yeah, confusing. that's a perfect middle of the pyramid. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Because that's a really so good one. We were talking about it earlier mm-hmm. that like it's very similar to sports for guys. That's like none yeah. of these people. You don't know any of these people. You are very removed from like this team thing. Yeah. But knowing that someone is a Preds fan uh, immediately gives you something to talk about if you yeah. are to. Yeah, yeah, it's a bonding thing. Like, yeah. It's, but I just am like, what we're bonding over? Yeah, it could is... be so better, so much right. better. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. What about top of the pyramid experiences? What are we, what are we feeling? What do we have? I can go first with top of the pyramid, and Let's that is a fountain soda. <laughs> Dang! If that isn't God's honest truth, <laughs> that is like a McDonald's diet coke, or Ooh, even like a uh, Sonic. I'm gonna diet bust diet a coke. nut. <laughs> That I is know. the best. I sometimes and like a movie theater diet coke oh with a salty popcorn. No. I mean, like stop. That, I know. Stop. We need to have I a know. content warning. Eighteen plus. You know what I mean? Seriously. Like, tank. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. Is like my top of the pyramid. I had a fountain soda yesterday mm-hmm. from Sonic. A friend brought me one last night, and I was just like, "This the bubbles. Yeah. It's unreal." With it's the little ices like yes. floating around. No, it's unreal. It's and Sonic has the best ice. True. Amen. It's crunchable. Yep. You can crunch down on the. Yeah, the no, ice. it's good. Yeah. Top yeah. of my pyramid, maybe forever. Uh, fountain soda. <laughs> yeah, reign supreme. Yeah, and McDonald's Diet Coke. I agree completely. Period. Thank you guys. Abby, what do you have for the top? So we got a new shipment in at the store today. Woo! And it contained a purple shirt. Is That's it the silk button-up one? Is that you're talking about? You know exactly what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I hung them all up. It is, <laughs> I hung them it up is today. the most perfect. Like, how can we even describe the color? It's like the most perfect. It's like, like lilac, lilac. Yeah. Silky, gorgeous, beautiful blouse. Like pinky purple. Yeah. Not like a bruise purple, but like no, it's Easter like purple. Yeah. So that's my high is that I fell in love with an article of clothing. Dang. Oh my God, also Abby to recap, I forgot shop. to say this earlier, but that's how we know each other is Abby and I work for Amy Correct. who owns what? Do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Let's talk I about it. I own the extended shop. It's ooh, the ooh. Very first exciting. plus size boutique in Nashville, Tennessee. Dang. Period. And um, yeah, we opened our doors like a month ago and these two little girly girls have been my girlies and rocking it out at the cash wrap. Period. Steaming, hanging, tagging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talking about like people who come into the store. Yeah. Oop, style people hang out with customers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it without you guys. Dang. Oh, get out of town. Wow. <laughs> you stop that. No, I'm not lying. <laughs> Follow on it, uh, Instagram and now TikTok because we're popping off on TikTok. Yeah, Very exciting. We're popping off on TikTok because we do have a TikTok star in the room. Truth. It's not me. It is. It's Miss Abby. Abby Benson. It's Miss Abby Benson. It's Liza. <laughs> um, Liza. Yeah. She's an influencer. She's Dang. a TikToker. She's a baby influencer. Yeah, been like five months. Yeah, only on the way up. 
But yeah, we love the extended shop. Mm-hmm. Come say hi. Uh huh. Come, come spend. Hi. Come spend bukus of money. It's true. It's only plus size. If you come in and ask if we sell anything smaller than an extra large, the answer is no, no. and we won't. So go can, next door. Go two doors down. Or <laughs> yeah, literally. Or literally. Go literally anywhere, anywhere else. Anywhere else. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Love that. Ooh. So what about you? I've got too many cords going on. Um, my top of the pyramid is the Brene Brown special that's on HBO Max mm. right now. Have you guys been seeing this? Yeah. It is so good. I used to be like last week as I was editing last week's episode, I was like, oh my God, the listener like knows me because Jake raked up a bunch of my trauma because we were talking about how we knew each other. And Jake mm-hmm. and I met at a very traumatic college. And whatever. And so Jay kind of talked, he like scraped the surface with us a little bit, but there's a lot, there's just a lot happening with me emotionally. And I used to be like, when I left college, I used to think like, oh, it's really cool for me to be the Enneagram eight. Who's really withholding. It doesn't talk about feelings. And I just would lean into that as much as I could. But now that I've been out of college for a while, have been in therapy for a while. And now I have like real adult friends and not just like awful college people who were the worst to me and were like literally just like bullies essentially. Um, being being withholding and not being vulnerable is not cool. It's actually really lonely and really sad. And so I've been trying to get out of like, and I think that the the withholding and the kind of isolation had a purpose, right? It served a purpose when I had to be that way in college because it was like, trust no bitch. Um, I had to be that way and I had to kind of toughen up. But now I don't have to do that anymore because those people aren't real people and none of us are friends anymore and whatever. Mm-hmm. So now that I want to be more emotionally in tune with myself and with others i don't have vocabulary for that because i that's like new territory for me so i've been reading a lot of her stuff and watching her special it's called atlas of the heart and it is so good and it helps a lot because her whole thing is about language that if we can establish common language and common vocabulary around common feelings we can have a much better conversation about those things because we know what we're talking about we know what we're saying and and all the things Mm -hmm. um and she has like different episodes that are titled like places we go when fill in the blank Mm -hmm. and one of them was places we go places we go when uh like things happen that we don't expect or something like that and one of and one of the like topics is vulnerability Mm -hmm. and she talks about it and she really goes into it and the whole series is really good but i think it was episode four maybe that was about vulnerability and it really like hit me in my heart but it was really good and everybody should watch it i'm gonna make my mom watch it because my mom needs to watch it we need to have a conversation all the things so i just love that for you thanks i think we have Brene brown on the podcast today with us oh i wish she's so cool Brene, mike's on she's in the corner she's like no 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 like, no not another speaking she's like i'm just here to take notes <laughs> She's Brene, our secretary. She's like, I'll give you feedback later. She's our our critic. She's our scribe. She left me that hate comment that said I was insufferable. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Brene Brown said, she honestly. She to work through some things. Honestly, Oof. sign me up for real. Yeah. yeah, it's really good. I recommend every single person in the whole wide world. She's the goat. I, watch I literally have that book on my. Which one? Atlas of the Heart? Yeah, Atlas yeah. of the Heart. I have not opened it. It's just not a season where I'm reading right now. Yeah. No, you're I'm girl bossing. She's not yeah. in her reading era. No. Yeah, she's in her in girl my, boss era. I'm in my girl boss era right now. <laughs> yeah. But 
I've heard so many good things about that book. It is That one's really good. She also has a book called I Thought It Was Just Me, But It Wasn't. And it's all about shame. Yeah. And that one, like, oh boy, I, that one really, 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 really got Have me. It's highlighted. Her, like, OG TED Talk, her first one that put her on no. the No. No, I oh haven't watched gosh. the OG. I need That's to. Is it about shame? shame? And vulnerability. Yeah, those are her, like, big yeah. big big points in everything she does no that's like what put her on the map was that ted, TED talk, talk. yeah i love a ted doctor talk. well yeah. <laughs> yeah but like she's publicly really rad <laughs> yeah she's right. so cool i love her that the book about shame especially like coming from an evangelical background like shame is just so much of the church like mm-hmm. that's the whole church system is built around shame and so reading that and unlearning all the shame stuff was like huge earth shattering yeah. yeah huge really really good so yeah i recommend it to every single person ever we love Dang. love 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 okay is that do we get through all the levels for all the people yeah yeah Dang. i'm ready to get into dance are y'all ready to get oh. into it y'all <laughs> in the words of doji cat get into it y'all oh i can't talk about her right now are you talking 13. about are you thinking about the noah snap thing oh okay I'm, hear me out someone on twitter said that they're afraid that doji cat is in her gabby hannah era <laughs> She's just being a little too feral for my for my taste. It's a lot. Do you know about those? You guys, I go to bed at nine o'clock. Oh my god, Amy, you're Abby? being a thousand right now. And I know. And Abby, your legit. bedtime is eight thirty. Oh, you're trust a- me, I'm usually in REM, but that <laughs> that doesn't mean that I'm not up to date on my Doja tea. That I'm not okay? informed. No, I know. As a micro influencer, Amy. <laughs> I need to be in the know. You are on the know. So I can be on top of the PR. Talk to what? Tell the listener. What's going on with Doja Cat and Noah Schnapp? Oh, my God. So I'll keep this short. Uh, We all know Noah. He's Will in a huge TV show, Stranger Things. Um, And basically, I guess I haven't gotten to season five, so no spoilies. Um, But I guess there's a character in season five who Doja thought was hot. Doja, played by joseph quinn sure okay this is the that's the boy. man okay and doja thinks he's hot right so instead of being a normal person <laughs> and reaching all of out, america right instead of just reaching out to him directly she goes through noah who's the kid who plays well they're mutuals I think. yeah I and noah like posts about it which is funny because at this point he is more famous than her so you know it's not even for clout Noah posted their DM. He posted where she DM. slid in. Noah posted. Yes, the DM yes. She, she, where Doja was asking. To yes, but listen with. to how ridiculous this is. Doja then gets on like a live or yeah, just post or something, and it's like he is such a little weasel. He's a, you, snake. He's a snake. You guys Gabby cannot Hannah. trust him. She's laying it. He's a minor, Mama. He's like seventeen, and <laughs> also more famous than her. What was what? weird was that she was like, "I'm not really mad because he's such a child," and then she was like. He's just like literally a kid. Like he's literally no one. And it's not even a power struggle because I, you know, he has no power over me, but he's literally a kid and he's literally such a snake. She sounds like cuckoo, caca, and sano. Um, But moral of the story is I'm definitely team Noah. And that's all I'll say about that. I'm sorry if you just heard me slurping a drink. That was so nasty. I forgot to move my microphone. So sorry. Yeah. It's strange. I don't, it's all, it's all very weird to me okay so i just need to know that i'm team noah yeah yeah probably i don't understand team why noah. doja cat slid into noah's dms in the first and this why isn't like she... a pr stunt by doja uh, i don't know what she would be promoting if it was she doesn't have a new album or anything yeah just to like stay in because she was in the news about the mexican pizza <sighs> oh yeah you know i never yeah. even got my paws on one of them 
the one the taco bell that's right here ran out the one that's by my house uh, ran out gone they're like we underestimated your love we're out of mexican pizza dang it back brutal i just want to try it once front of the podcast taco bell one? no mama that's what i'm saying she's never oh dug my her paws gosh in. i grew up on a mexican pizza dang mm. Is it like okay. a big nacho? I literally make them at home. <gasps> like, make me one. <laughs> I love a Mexican pizza. Wait, Amy, could you make me one? Yeah, we should have a Mexican pizza night. Oh, Done. gee. Okay, okay, everyone who listens, you're invited to Amy's house. We're all yes. going to eat Mex- Mexican pizza. This is my address. <laughs> Leave me a review and I'll DM you Amy's address. <laughs> okay, y'all ready to talk about this episode? Oh, mama. Yes. Okay, my here we go. Um, What is this episode called? I forgot to write it down. Does anybody remember? People in the audience, does anyone remember what this episode's called? Let me look it up. I was furiously eating like pizza, pizza, and also typing, and I forgot to write down the name. Hang on. It is called. No. It is what? What are you giggling about? <laughs> you just caught a glance. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, oh. This episode is called I Know What You Did Last Competition, which is like such bum, a bum, bum. stupid name. Like that's such a mouthful, but whatever. Um, it's season two, episode 16, which is crazy because this season feels so effing long. It's ridiculous. Um, last time, the previously on Dance Moms, we get that Maddie's CD skips and she keeps dancing and she wins. Melissa is kissing up to Abby. Of course she is. And she's snitching on Chloe because she's like um christy said that she took chloe to uh, on the day that she missed practice it was because she went to the doctor but really she went to the doctor and then she went to the movies so she like snitches on chloe um and then kelly has got beef because kelly's got beef with everyone all the time always so that's what we had last time so this episode starts we're in pittsburgh we're in the mirror room it's in studio a um and abby's like Finally, we got overall first place for the group. Like, it's about time, whatever. And the kids are like, Woo! and she like cuts them off. And she's like, okay, it's time for my favorite thing. And then we get to snatching off children and tearing them down one by one. Mm-hmm. So the pyramid, excuse me, the bottom first, first uh, copy paper ripped off of the headshot is Brooke. And beneath her picture is this big piece of paper that says probation. Can I interject? Yes. What you got, girl? I just want to interject right here on the record and say that the probation feels beyond problematic. Can you elaborate on that? She's punishing the kids for the mom's behavior. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. And Kelly's and well, Brooke says as much like because Paige is also probation no solo and brooke in her talking head says it's not fair me and Paige didn't get into the argument with abby my mom did i just feel like that is very very mean that's next level yeah creating a very toxic environment it's also specifically mean to kelly because i think abby knows that kelly doesn't care about stuff like that and i think she's doing it to kind of poke the bear sure because like if she had done it to to chloe Christy would have been up in arms immediately. Oh, for but sure. Abby or Melissa, just, are you kidding? Yeah, but and they would have duked it out right there. Right. We're not going this weekend. Goodbye. But she knows that Kelly doesn't care. Right. So no matter how much she cuts down the kid, Kelly's gonna be like, whatever. Until You're until not she's wrong, not, mama. you know. I know. Um, and then Kelly says, like, well, I don't think they're on the bottom because 
they, or she says they didn't do their solo, not because I pulled it, but I pulled it because they weren't prepared. She's like, you didn't give them enough time. Their costumes were bad. The routine was bad. It just wasn't good. So they should have, they shouldn't have gone because they weren't prepared. It's not that they shouldn't have gone because they were bad kids or whatever. They just, they weren't prepared. Um, because Kelly last week made the decision for Brooke and Paige to not perform, not Abby. She's like, I made that decision because they weren't ready, not because of anything else. Um, and then Abby and her talking head is like, um, uh, Christy used a level of vulgarity that I simply will not tolerate, which again, I've talked about this on here before that Abby is always shocked when people cuss. It's like Abby, right? Miss girl, what do you mean? Come on. But she's like, you know, she used too many swear words and whatever. Um, so that's the bottom. Chloe is in the middle neck. Or no, wait. No, Chloe's on the bottom. Oh my goodness, this is ridiculous. Paige is on the bottom. Brooke is on the bottom. Chloe is on the bottom because she missed a rehearsal. And Abby's like, I heard a little birdie told me that you were at the doctor, but then went to the movies. So you're on the bottom. Great. Okay, can I say something else? Yeah, absolutely. What you when got? She was talking about the movies. That's when I started thinking about O'Fountain Soda. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I that was the realization. Was happening, and I was like, oh, movies. She skipped out dance practice to go to the movies. And what do I want out of movies? Popcorn and fountain soda. Oh, popcorn, mama. Dang. Dang. No, that's real. I love that. I love that you, like, cited your sources. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So then we get to the middle of the pyramid. Mackenzie is is the first in the middle uh abby's like you were great but it wasn't your best again which is like not specific what am i supposed to do with that information love that for me um and then nia is next because she had to do it with mckenzie and it was so cute it was mckenzie was a little it was a little lion and nia was like a lion tamer they did a number called circus circus and they won first place it was so freaking cute it was ridiculous so uh abby is like nia i know this choreography wasn't like super mature and it wasn't very challenging but you're here because you embraced that opportunity you look like you were having fun you won first place with Mackenzie. yay you and then maddie's at the top duh and she's like you danced through your cd was skipping but you danced through it and you got first place okay kelly smells a stunt immediately she's mm-hmm. already like something is wrong right. i don't appreciate this and she says in her talking head abby's not stupid Abby know- and she's been doing this for a long time. Abby knows that like the competition decorum is that if a CD skips, that um, competitor automatically wins because it's a production problem, not their problem. So they win by default. So she's like, I wouldn't put it past Abby to do that on purpose so that Maddie could keep winning and stay winning and be at the top of the pyramid. So she's the first, that's the conspiracy theory we're going to hear more about later on. But Kelly's the first person to start that rumor because she's like, Abby's been doing this forever. She knows. She knows the tea about a skipping CD. You know? Mm-hmm. This week, we are going to Michigan. Um, they, uh, allegedly, Abby claims that there is a there are a couple of teams um, whose directors called in and were like, we are going to prey on the downfall of the Abby Lee Dance Company. We are coming specifically for them. Two different groups that are like out to get them. Allegedly. There's going to be a group number called Silver Spoons that has a spoon prop. I have I have questions about yeah, the spoon. Totally. And then also we all do. I wanted to backtrack and say have you yeah. ever talked about Abby Lee Abby Lee's jewelry? 
Oh, yes, the costume jewelry. The costume yes, jewelry. I talk about it all the time. It is okay. so it's, heinous. It's so vulgar. It's so bad. It's that offensive. First scene with her massive blue like yeah. flower ring. Oh, yeah. I know. Like, she like a bib up. necklace too. And the like bit section yeah. at TJ Maxx or Steinmart. <laughs> no, literally. Yo, Steinmart. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Like, that's all that I could think of. And then um, I literally put crazy eyes. I didn't know Kelly's yeah. name. Yeah. Oh Crazy yeah. Ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so blue too that They're like so it blue. just looks yeah. It adds to that for yeah. sure. Um Chloe and Maddie have a duet this week too that's called Inside of Me, which that's what it's called. Um Nia <laughs> Nia has a solo this week, very exciting. However, I, I don't can know, I interject for one second. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so yeah. excited about that solo. Yeah. Nia, I'm just going to show my cards. Nia is my fave. She's yeah. my fave kid. Yeah. And when I heard that she was getting the solo, and uh-huh. then it was like a big girl solo. Yeah. I was jazzed. Yeah. She's Love a the queen. story for her. It's interesting because the title of the solo is Bound, and you can see it for a split second on Holly's face that she's like kind of concerned because Abby has a history of giving Nia culturally insensitive solos. Like she does it constantly and not even about the black experience. So she gave her one that was like a snake tamer, like one, she gave her one that was like, um, Latin American, which is like, Nia is not like, what are you doing that? That's very, why are you doing that? It's very strange. So for us, I, for a second was like, if this solo is about slavery, I'm going to kick right Right. off. Right. I had that thought too. Right. But allegedly it's not. She says it's about being not able to chase a dream or whatever and i'm like i still have questions but whatever um mckenzie has a solo and abby's like you need to make sure that those judges are paying attention to you and that you love the judges and she goes and the judges are not justin bieber and then it cuts to mckenzie with her like four teeth and she goes i love justin bieber i wish he was a judge i'm like bestie same I also I had. Did you imagine Justin Bieber on Dance Moms? Oh my gosh! Oh my, the crossover I, I needed. Did you? Did either of you have Bieber fever? Uh, I well, not I as much. Every midnight premiere <laughs> of this. Yes, I was. Yes, okay. I also had like Good. a full size cutout in my college <gasps> dorm room. Because, yes, okay, our age gap. Well, thirty and true. Um. Yeah, midnight premiere, and then my friend Kelsey, who's like truly, truly a like. Believer? A believer. Ah, we had yes. a Justin Bieber themed wedding shower for her. <gasps> that's I, the dream. I used Dead ass. So many lyrics and wrote her a poem about her and her husband and oh, performed it. So okay. that's also my um take on the arts. <laughs> it's oh Justin Bieber. Is that I wrote a poem and I performed it. Okay, you and, guys. And now you get to put singer songwriter in your oh, head yeah. file. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. But also yeah, gainfully yeah. employed. Right. Yeah. You can do both. So you want to know a fun fact about me. So I, one of the things in like, as an adult now that I find very attractive in men is a really good head of hair. It's always been a thing for me, whatever. A hockey flow can do no wrong. It can, what can do no wrong? Would you say? A hockey flow? Oh my God. Are you kidding? It's uh. ridiculous. So I can trace it back to two different people in my life as a child. The first being uh, the worship leader at the church that I used to go to as a child. <laughs> he had really long curly hair. And I remember being like, that man is making me feel something. And I don't know what it is. I'm a child. <laughs> the second is Justin Bieber because yes. he had the hair. And I am convinced Swoop. that both of these men like solidified in my tiny little peanut brain as a child. Like 
good head of hair equals hot person. So like anytime, like it's a lot for me personally, but if we're talking common themes, Charlie Puth hit my line. You know what I mean? Charlie. Ben Schwartz also in love with him. He's got a great head of hair. So yeah. So that's my experience. (laughs) She's like, Justin Bieber. I'm like, girl, same, 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 same. Um, Maddie is doing a solo this week that is based on Helen Keller. Ugh, and, literally- and literally she abby was like abby lee miller was like maddie your soul is based on alan keller and and amy goes what no i have alan keller all capital what <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah. we're all forgetting a much better quote when abby's <laughs> talking about the helen keller dance uh-huh. she says oh my god it's about helen keller the actual character <laughs> Oh my god. We're gonna talk about this dance later. Like we'll get to it like chronologically. And I think she says she is blind and deaf. Like, yeah, duh. And and then and then she's going, and she needs to convince the judges. Of huh? what part? Like, yeah. Do they know that this is based on Helen Keller? I have so many I have so many questions. Yeah, same. So so Abby's like, okay, girls, go ahead and warm up. So she says like i want the girls to go ahead and start warming up because i need to talk to kelly and so she meets kelly at the front desk and she whips out the contract and she shows kelly that there's a clause in the contract that says vulgarity or foul language or unsportsmanlike behavior may result in expulsion from the abby lee dance company and she's like you did both of those things kelly so you need to keep it together i could kick you out legally and kelly's like well you threw a chair and it terrified my 10 year old daughter so it goes both ways and abby goes uh this contract doesn't go both ways. Which is kind of a power move. I mean, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. dang. I was like, that's hot girl shit, but I don't think you're a hot girl. Like, I don't support you. Period. But yeah. I see you making money moves. Right. And like, she's not wrong. Like, right. again, she shouldn't have done that. Morally not the right thing to do. But to be like, Bessie, this contract does not go both ways. And you signed, that's your name on the dotted line. Like, yeah. dang, huh? Mm-hmm. Not leaving a good taste in my mouth. Yeah, not really. Well, it's no. not. No. no, we're not off to a good start. No. This is the first, what, 10 minutes, five minutes of the episode? Yeah. We're already talking about Helen Keller and legalese. <laughs> it's like, what? No, yeah. Very disorienting first It was first a experience. lot really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we see the group rehearsal, and then we see, like, the moms up in the Lido deck up in the top through the windows watching the children rehearse down on the floor below. Um, Holly says that she's like, I don't really know, like... It's interesting because Holly always wants to start something, but never, she never wants to be like Chrissy. She wants to be Can that you girl. Remind me who's Mia's mom. mom. Okay. She's like Dr. Holly. She, yes. She's yes. a principal of a school. Okay. She's yes, a she's queen and a half. Educated Dr. Yeah. Holly. I did write. I like Holly. Yes. Holly's the gold standard. And Everybody I loves like Holly. the Christy Holly partnership that we it's saw. Literally. So Holly's like, I love the um, allyship. She's like, what? Uh, that's interesting that Abby all of a sudden knows that, um christy that you took chloe to the movies after the doctors it's very strange to me as as an educator and christy's like yeah um i don't really know who told her that i didn't tell her kelly doesn't even say anything i don't actually don't even know if kelly is in the room at this moment but christy's like i didn't tell her and holly's like i didn't tell her and melissa goes oh i told her and christy's like like her face just like solidifies of like oh i'm about to beat this girl up this is ridiculous Mm -hmm. and melissa in her talking head goes well i don't usually tell things i don't usually tell abby things about people's personal life but i told her this week because i was pissed 
So you do. Don't say you don't do something you literally do. And right. also, Shady. you tell Abby everything, girl. Right. Like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. So she's like, I did it because I was pissed off. And Christy then says, well, that's interesting, Melissa, because Kelly told us that you told Kelly that Abby knew that the music was going to skip. And Melissa's like, I didn't say that. And she's like, that's interesting because Kelly said that you did. So they're like going back and forth between like, she said she should. Yeah. What are your thoughts? (laughs) Are they articulate or is it just like a brain fog? Well, I wrote in my notes. Do they get paid to be on this show and how much? Yes. They do? I'm I'm yes, sure they, they do. do. There's no way they, they do. They do. Because yeah. they make absolute fools of themselves <laughs> as mothers. <laughs> like, they better be getting paid or else this is embarrassing. I mean, no, I legitimately yeah. was like, is this No, for real, for No, real? I'm pretty sure they're like, get in like that bag, though. Yeah. I mean, they should because I literally say, do they get paid to be on this show? <laughs> the moms are insane. <laughs> Yeah, if they're doing it for nothing, that's pretty And I know Abby Lee probably makes a killing on oh, her. She yeah. did. Well, oh. and then she went to prison. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Fully went to Rip, jail. bestie. Yeah, it was yeah. just, it was a lot there. Yeah, like, definitely. I hope they're getting paid or else scene. this is embarrassing. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But I mean, they could be laughing all the way to the bank. Uh, I think that's true. exactly what they're doing. Yeah. I think so, too. I think it's a lot like Dolly Parton. How she's like, oh, y'all can think I'm dumb. Y'all can think I'm trash. But, like, I'm a gazillionaire, so whatever. Right. Christy makes this claim that Melissa knew that the music was going to skip because she says that that Abby instructed Maddie specifically by saying, if the music skips, keep going. See, so, I don't think so, it's yeah, suspicious. Who do, who do y'all believe? That's my next question. Frankly, I believe Abby only because she's so crazy, she would just randomly say that, I think. Oh, you think that it that she said it as kind of like a non sequitur, but it yeah. turned out that Because, I mean, you know necessary. how dramatic she is. Oh, totally. I think that that I would not have read into she that. She says if Mackenzie messes up her soul this week, that Mackenzie's mincemeat. That's what I'm so, saying. Like, I just, I, I don't think she's it's crazy. that. Yeah. I don't think it's that out of character. Yeah. Who do you believe, uh, Amy? I think Abby is lying. You think Oof. Abby's lying? Yeah. Not this Abby. No, no, no. I think Abby Lee is lying. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think so she, too. I think that really? she knew yes. that the music was going to skip and yes. it was like a test for Maddie yep. to make it through it. And I I think so too. But yeah. what do you think? What about like the reputation thing that she was saying? Well, that that's a crock because Abby's like, that is so embarrassing to me. No, it no, it's not. Because your student kept dancing and she won. Yeah. So it's not, and no one knows for sure that you did or didn't do it. So it's like, it would be embarrassing if it came out that you did it or if Maddie ran off the stage, but she did it. She she powered through it. Maddie is capable of lying about it. Oh yeah. Because a couple weeks ago, Maddie was like, I don't want to disappoint Abby. And she was like having a full on meltdown because she thought Abby was going to be mad at her. That's a bummer. And Melissa Maybe you guys sucks. were right. Maybe you guys were right. I mean, I think that uh, I literally think that Maddie and Maddie's mom, like if they could live anywhere, it would be like inside of Abby's butt. I was just going to say in between <laughs> Abby Lee's cheeks. <laughs> like, yeah, totally. Bestie, totally. Up there. I mean, like it's just like so clear to me <laughs> yeah. that they want her approval so bad. So if yeah. it was Abby Lee's idea or if Abby Lee did it as maybe a litmus test to mm-hmm. Maddie. Like, to be, totally. like, prove, like, yeah. maybe they don't know. I don't know that Maddie knows, but I'm, like, or Maddie knew Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was going to skip. But I'm, like, I do think that Abby planted that. 
I think, so. and because later on, Melissa confronts her and is like, did, you know, they're saying all these things. Did you do this? And Abby like kind of giggles. Right. And it's like, no, I wouldn't do that. That's ridiculous. It's like, your your words are saying one thing but your body language is saying something else yeah. you know what yeah. i mean and then melissa tells christy like or kelly one of them that's up there she's like why would i like this this accusation makes my child look bad and christy goes no it makes you look bad because we think you're lying and we think you're in on it and we're not worried about your kid we think you're dumb we think mm -hmm. you're doing this on purpose and then we cut to a commercial we come back from commercial um maddie and chloe duet rehearsal is happening and melissa interrupts she's like abby i need to talk to you right now and then she goes kids go away she just dismisses the kids and abby's like what's going on why you know what's happening and abby is like no melissa you need to leave and, and melissa's like i don't care she straight up says i don't care i need to talk to you right now which is crazy because if any other mom did that, it would be their head on a platter. That's the next what I day. was thinking. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty out. chaotic entrance. Yeah, for sure. Um, and Melissa says in her talking head that she knew Maddie was upset. She's like, I interrupt rehearsal. I walk in, Maddie's upset. And honestly, I don't care. And we're like, I personally was like, Melissa, I, we can tell you don't care about your kids' feelings. You right. obviously don't care how your daughter feels because you don't ever have any sort of healthy interaction with her literally ever. We know mm -hmm. you don't care, girl. Um, and then <laughs> it cuts back to all the moms up in the Lido deck. And Kelly's like, oh, my God, Melissa is snitching on us. She's tattling on us. And Holly goes, maybe they're talking about something else. <laughs> that was so funny. So funny. I don't know if she meant it to be funny, but it was hilarious. And then Melissa, this is when Melissa straight up asks Abby, did you cheat for my daughter? Mm -hmm. And Abby, like, laughs it off. And it's like, that's absurd. Right. Giggling. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about and i think she just absolutely did. i think she's just lying through her teeth mm -hmm. absolutely she she got me though i don't know maybe you're just too susceptible you're maybe. not skeptical enough of maybe. people so do you, what do you think happened you think it just was a straight up accident yeah really i do oh, i think it was a producer I love that for you yeah i think it was a producer thing that they told abby and they told melissa to tell maddie you know mm -hmm. like sure. let everybody who's going to be affected by this know except the sure. other moms to keep it as drama yeah. sure you know um and melissa's like this is gonna mess up my daughter's career and abby's like your daughter's career it's my career it's my studio and then she's like melissa you just put yourself in the pot with the rest of them you're just as bad yeah. as all the other moms and abby's like melissa toughen up yeah <laughs> and then um melissa says well abby told me that she didn't do it she didn't cheat for maddie so i believe her like oh okay great which is Again. interesting that she says she believes her because a few weeks ago the uh, during the abby get an episode which i think was two weeks ago three weeks ago maybe um it was my most recent episode with eli it's a very good episode um not because of eli but because i'm hilarious but anyway <laughs> um <laughs> melissa like trusts that abby is telling her the truth and that she wants to leave the competition early to go home and take care of her mom mm -hmm. but really abby leaves the competition early because maddie forgets her solo and runs off stage and abby gets flustered and her rival beats her and she starts crying and she leaves early because of that hmm. and melissa's like i can't believe she lied to me this is so hurtful she told me a lie and you know whatever whatever but now all of a sudden we're just trusting her again i don't know it's suspicious to me i just have so many questions still yeah and then kelly comes back upstairs and she goes so what were you guys talking about <laughs> 
great. I love they the moms are becoming self aware. Yes, yeah. and love it, it is so funny to me. Holly, maybe they're talking about something else. <laughs> yeah. like, so funny. No, I love it. Um. Now we're two days out from the competition. We're seeing a group rehearsal. We're having a conversation about the spoon. There's this have- ginormic spoon. It's I huge. love Nia. They, there was like a side interview and she goes, that is one big spoon. It's true. <laughs> I'm like, she's not lying. No, it is gigantic. It's On like. notes, I say dancing with a spoon. How heavy is, how heavy is it? Yeah. But, it's oh my the gosh, tough question. Yeah. <laughs> so they, it was huge that. and very heavy. And then yeah. they swap it out for like a, like a soup like ladle. A ladle. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, use this. And it's too small. Yeah. Yeah. It looks, the first one looks very heavy. It looks like comically heavy. Yeah. Like it would be like. No, it looked like the size of Maddie or like the yeah. little girl. At least McKenzie. It's McKenzie. definitely the size McKenzie. of McKenzie. I mean, she yeah. like could not hold it. Yeah. No. no. It was so big. Yeah yeah so we're yeah we're just hearing a little bit of conversation about the spoon and it's like metal too it's not like mm-hmm. a cardboard cutout or made out of foam no it's like a it's legit like a spoon. metal spoon. No, it's like it's a like functional spoon that like yeah people put in their kitchens in as the, decor no literally it's their wall hanging on the wall yeah. yeah totally yeah 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 it's humongous um so then the group sits and it's like okay now it's nia's time for a solo mm-hmm. holly is pumped up about how mature this is she loves that Nia's getting Nia's like being taken seriously it's not cutesy it's also shouts out allegedly according to Abby not about anything racial which like we love to see it we love yeah. to see her get a break from being racially stereotyped if it, even if it's just for a week as the one black person at uh, this dance company and the only well we see like other students like here and there but this competition team there's maybe one other girl of color the entire nine seasons but it is like a white dominant like dance company in general so every time she gets a solo it's always about race and this one time it could have been and it it maybe was in the the first draft but when it made it to the tv it It was about a dream so that's great then we see maddie solo time and it is so funny it's not funny but it's funny it's shocking shocking yes that yes. every time maddie or abby or melissa or whoever is talking about this dance they start the sentence with well for the helen keller dance <laughs> it's like what is happening no, what is like, going on it's so dystopian it like, is do you know what i mean ridiculous. What are y'all? And it was, it's like about? each time we heard it, I was still like, oh my gosh, I still yeah, can't believe exactly. it's happening. Yes. For the Helen Keller day. Yeah. It's, <laughs> oh it, they were getting too casual. Yeah. Yeah. No. This is a little bit of a spoily for future seasons. So if you don't want spoilers for future seasons, skip 15 seconds. But in future seasons, there is a white dancer. I'm not going to say who it is because that is a for real spoiler. But there's a white dancer and Abby gives her the story. Bless you. It gives her a dance that portrays the story of Rosa Parks, no, a yeah. white dancer, and no, she's like, no, "You're doing no. a Rosa Parks dance." So Abby why, knows no why limits. Why do they do dances on like historical figures? I don't understand. I, it. Is I that have a no, thing in the arts? No, I can't not imagine. Real, not really. No, I'm like, why are you doing a dance about Helen Keller, or For, like as if you are Helen Keller? I just I don't get it. I no. I'll never get it. Abby has so many. Well. Abby's not creative. No. That's what it comes down to. Is she has no sense of creativity at all. She What's begs, borrows, and steals. Name? Gianna or Gianna? Gianna. Gianna is yeah, she's like the teacher, but Abby's the she claims to be the creative brain behind all this stuff. So it's like, but she's not creative. She no. she pulls from 
other works of art like she did and during the abby Geddon episode she did a direct rip off of the musical chicago she just took um he had it coming out of that musical rearranged it made it child friendly like that was it she pulls from historical figures she pulls from movies and like i like um pop culture zeitgeist moments to be like mm-hmm. this is we're dancing about this so she's not creative is the thing and when she runs out of uncreative ideas she just pulls from history and it's like well we're doing a dance based about this it's like okay great it's wild it's just so random <sighs> it's so stupid yeah so helen keller <laughs> abby says she needs to dance like she's blind Can which death. is so ridiculous and like also like on a, a deeper level that's a very ableist thing to say correct like she needs to dance like she's blind or like she needs to dance like she's deaf like a what does that even mean like what are you in, like literally what are you trying to communicate mm-hmm. and be very ableist just in general insensitive ableist all the bad things <laughs> any other thoughts about, <laughs> about i mean Helen i second Keller? it like i yeah i second yeah. it yes yeah Hang on, I have to fact check myself about something or else I'm going to get a headache. (laughs) (laughs) It's called the Subwalk Tango. Oh my God. I was like, I know that's not what that song is called, but if I don't look it up, I'm not going to, not going to remember Subwalk Tango. That's what she pulled. Okay. Mackenzie's solo time. Melissa's like, I'm nervous. She doesn't have enough time. Whatever. We see it for like 30 seconds. Yeah. Whatever. Right um melissa is gonna go back to talk to or she's gonna go get lunch to talk to holly sure which honestly a good idea talk to the person in the group who is the least uh prone to anger the least prone to screaming she says i could talk to her without her screaming at me which which is fair i mean honestly fair right it's three against one a lot of Mm -hmm. times and holly is the one who she's the most modest yes very Mm -hmm. much so very and she's an educator she has to be right you know what i mean she's a principal so she's good at tamping down those emotions to get to the productive thing. Yeah. So honestly, not a bad move. And Holly is like, listen, Melissa, it's just a little sus. None of us really know who to be- like, what we're supposed to believe, mm-hmm. who's telling the truth. We're just having a hard time. Fi-. She's like, I personally don't know what to believe. I'm having a hard time even figuring out what's going on. I'm confused. Mm-hmm. So they Which don't I really think it's fair and probably true. Exactly. Right. They don't really come to any sort of resolution, and yeah. the lunch kind of doesn't really feel that productive, but. She, I mean, Melissa's trying to be like, you know, she's trying to appeal to Holly to be like, sure. I didn't do this. You need to like essentially tell the others, or at least you personally need to believe me. Sure. And Holly's right. like, girl, I don't even know who to believe. This is all strange. She's like, and also I, I would imagine, I don't know if I would want to believe Melissa or I would want to believe Abby. They both seem bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Also, I'm just not thinking about this, but Melissa used to work as the music person and she used to download the like the music from the iPod to the like MacBook or whatever it was to a CD. So Melissa knows how that process works. Oh. So she would have, if there was anyone who knew how to scratch a CD. I did not know you that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I have thoughts. The drama. I just have thoughts. I have questions. No judgment, just questions and a little bit of judgment. Okay, now we're in the den area where like all the girls are kind of just like clumped together and whatever. Um, and at, it's the room that connects all the studios where like people put their bags and store things. Um, and everyone's stressed out about the spoon and we're freaking out because we don't have enough time. And it's a very like non specific 
30 seconds of freaking out before a dance rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Moms go upstairs. Melissa is like, I don't think this number's very good. <laughs> Straight right. out. I think Which it's bad. kind of bold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and Kelly is like, it's a mess. Christy's like, I don't really get what we're doing. I don't understand the vision. Sure. I don't think it's going to win. You yeah. know, we've had better numbers. One of them, I think it's Christy says, this would be a good number if we were going up against the Candy Apples, who is their like arch nemesis. Yeah. But she's like, but we've got these two other studios that we don't know that who are traveling are to compete with us. Literally yeah. traveling to beat like, us. Take us out at the knees, Jeff Galuli, Tanya Harding, our kneecaps. And this is <laughs> this is not good enough right. for that scenario. It would be good enough yeah. for Cappy because Cappy sucks, but not for these other like boss teams, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they're none of the moms are feeling very confident. And so then we stop and we get to the costumes. I have lots of thoughts about this. Go ahead, pop off. So I just want to say. Uh-huh. This is the one and only time the entire episode where I was like, well, I guess the second time where I was 100% Team Abby. Dang. Really? I Are you talking about who? Green dress. Okay. Let me, I'm going to set this up for you. I'm going to set you up and then you set, can serve. Set me up and I'll yeah. tell you my explanation because I'm assuming by your all's reactions that you disagree. I, I think I know where you're going and I agree with you if you're going in the place that I think you're going. Okay. Well, you explain the situation. So we're so before we get to the group costumes we see the uh mckenzie's costume and nia's costume they look cute mckenzie is so precious in her little daisy costume oh my god so cute nia's costume is lots of rope and it looks strange but whatever nia is or holly is excited because it's not cutesy and Mm -hmm. feels more mature yes so we love that the group costumes are ugly terrible they're oh heinous. my gosh so ugly they don't fit their they don't fit the way that those dresses that look like that should fit it's just all bad news so but in terms of colors there are five girls in the group mm-hmm. we have two pink dresses two blue dresses and one green, green. dress sure and there's so, drama about the green yes because initially Paige is the one wearing the green dress but Abby says that the green dress needs to not be on Paige. It needs to be on Chloe because Chloe has a solo like part in the dance. And so Abby's argument is that visually it would make sense to give the one outlier to the person who's doing the outlying choreography. Yeah. And, and you agree moms, with this. I 100% agree with this. I agree with it too. Yeah. Because the moms are the ones who twisted it and made it weird. Yes. yes. Made it, sorry. <laughs> and made it weird. Yeah. Kelly's like, it's because you don't want my daughter to be special. And Abby's Which like, I think is no. not fair. I think it made more sense with the choreography. Yeah. Chloe has a special, and, like, And when they actually on. did it, it looked better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, like, when they I actually performed you. the dance, totally. I was like, I it would look weird if she wasn't the one in green. Yeah. So I actually 100% agree with Abby. Yeah. yeah. I'm I, with you. I do too. It's it's hard and to I, agree with her, but it's well, true. Well, I also want to say another, like, point against Kelly. Later in the competition, when she does eventually bring it up to Abby, it's after the performance, which I had an issue also with. Also true. Because yeah. I'm like, okay, if you actually had that big of an issue about it. Should have brought it up before You should have brought it up before right. the performance. Yep. And yeah. she didn't even give Abby a chance to fix it. No, and she didn't. Which she, I think is really unfair. Uh, no, I agree. She also didn't give Abby a chance to, uh, like, explain, explain herself. Yeah. She just went into the competition assuming it was because Abby doesn't like Paige. Yeah, she should have done it before the number or not at all. 
Yeah. No, I a million percent agree with you. I totally agree with you. Paige is a little bummed about it because the pink one that she's now wearing is too big because mm-hmm. it fits Chloe. And I say it Chloe's affected Chloe older. too because Chloe could barely dance in hers. Exactly. Exactly. It was mess, mess, mess. <laughs> also, oh, mess. I would like. I have a logistical question. Mm-hmm. How is this the very first time that Abby is seeing this? Because this is framed to us as if, oh no, it's a problem that we didn't foresee. That's a crock. That is a crock of BS. There is no way. Like when they all come out, Abby's like, ooh, this is an issue. Paige, switch with Chloe. There's no, you cannot convince me that Abby didn't know that this was going to happen. Because Abby like talks about how she's the creative brain behind all the costuming all the time. Yeah. So what, you know what I mean? Like, which is it? Do you know that it's going to happen or do you not know? I don't know. I don't know. There's I no said, way that she didn't know this was about to happen to her. There's, I, you can't convince me that, you can't convince me otherwise. I said in my notes, um, green costume, question mark, question mark. I mean this in the best way. <laughs> they all need to get a life. Yeah. <laughs> like, they all need to get a life. Period. I mean, mean I the moms? do agree. The moms. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. This is it for them. And that's where I was thinking. I was like, the green costume, it makes sense to go on Chloe because she has the little solo part. Right. It looks better. And I was like, stop making it about anything else other than, like, it's better for the dance. Yeah. Right. No, I totally agree. I think Kelly. I'm glad we're all on the same page about this one. No, I, for real, for real. I I foresaw this being divisive, and it's Mm -mm. not. No. No, I think the moms are conflating this into something that it a million percent isn't. But Kelly is already pissed at Abby for things that happened last week. So it's like Kelly's just looking for a reason to be peeved. Yeah. You know, um, Christy's like, I don't know how much longer I can take this. And Kelly's like, me too. And Kelly's like, that woman's evil and blah, 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 whatever. Okay. We are at the competition. It is the day of the show. Y'all. Oh, Maddie and Chloe go first. Their little duet mm-hmm. inside of me, which again is the name of it. Um, and can I interject something? Yes. <laughs> This is the only note that I wrote. You're the only person I've ever had who's asked me if they can interrupt me. <laughs> Everyone else is just like, Amanda, I have something to say. I'm like, okay, no, go I for it. No, I can't do that to you. Um, <laughs> here's what I wrote down. Uh-huh. Maddie really is so good. I must I give know. her that. Like, she is that girl. She is. She, she it is. is. She is captivating. It's warranted. She is. And I'm I not also- kidding. I, like, during the duet, like, Chloe... I mean, she's chopped liver. I was, it was oh, my dang, eyes on really? Maddie the whole time. I thought they did really well together. But they did, I, but uh, Maddie's the star. Well, the, that's so and interesting. Then during the Helen Keller dance, which I know. We'll oh, there, I mean. I was like, you moved me, girl. No, she yeah. did. She's compelling. Were my, you like, of, crying or something? Yeah, that was towards the end. Oh, sure, don't yeah. say it. Don't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> don't spoil this um, episode of television that came out like 10 years ago. <laughs> so true. I did say one of my first notes about this episode because what I know Maddie from is from Fabletics. Right. Oh, wait. Be, not even from Sia. Well, she was Sia, the Sia kid. I knew she yeah. was the Sia kid. And then I was like, and I knew she came from Dance Mom. Yeah. But like, you were like, she's Fabletics, that girl. Yeah. Um, lines. Oh, like, unreal. Yeah. They slap. Yeah. Like, they are always cute. They're always on. And I literally, later on in my notes, I said, Maddie can take all of that Fabletics money and all of this trauma all the way to the bank. Like, so literally yeah. in a, a couple of episodes ago that my episode with Faith and JD, I read off, she did an article with Cosmopolitan about Fabletics stuff and about Dance Mom stuff and about yeah. dating and about being in West Side Story and like all these yeah. things. And it is such a good interview, mainly because Maddie never says Abby. 
or Abby mm-hmm. Lee Miller. She always says my dance teacher. But so I think she got media trained for that. And that, and she also is very open about going to therapy. Yeah, she's also, so she's like she yeah. cannot even be bothered to say Abby's name, and she's in therapy, which I think and is she's huge. got fabletics. So she's, she's like, yeah. I mean, she's doing so well. Come on, and like obviously compared to Abby, are we even kidding? Yeah, yeah. Oh. A- Abby. The I have said this before, and I'll say it again. The thing that always brings me like back to center and makes me want to do another episode of the podcast is knowing that Maddie is fine and all these girls are way more successful than anybody else ever. Mm-hmm. Abby went to prison. Yeah. Yes. So it's like that will always be like, okay, in the end, it's worth the it. girls Justice. won out. Abby went to jail. Yeah. And you're like, like, you're like, it has a good ending. It does. It really yeah. does. Um, my, it's interesting. My note during the duet is yo, Chloe is so good. <laughs> her, like her, the shapes that she makes, like, how straight her arms are and how like she just like springs into the air. I'm like, dang. And I know Maddie is very much the same way too, but I think they're both so, so good. And Abby says too, she's like, that's the best they've ever done it. They did an exquisite job. Yeah. Nailed it, which is true. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they did fantastic. The group is next. Kelly is like, my daughter's costume is too big. And, and Kelly at this point in the green room and in the performance she is seething she's sure. waiting for a chance to have a fight and i agree with you she should have fought her when she could have done something about it mm-hmm. but she doesn't she fights with her after it's over which is really frustrating and annoying um and abby says that the costumes are gorgeous gorgeous wear <gasps> no i agree who is that john oh <laughs> the door is locked <laughs> someone's gonna have to unlock it you can let him in <laughs> He doesn't have to stand outside. <laughs> I said, here's hey, John. stuck behind this. Hey, buddy, come on Hello. in. Hi, baby. Um, we're now also joined by John. Very exciting. Abby's fiance. He's here to sit <laughs> and take up a, a seat on the couch. Hey, John. Hello. <laughs> um, okay. So the group number starts happening. Um, Abby said at the beginning of this that she wanted this number to give country club. Country club where? This is not... I don't remember hearing that. Oh my gosh, she said it was giving country club. In oh, in like the oh, oh. setup, she was yeah. like, I want this number to be this. And yeah. I am just I just have questions. I'm confused. It's giving gone with the wind. Can if we're I gonna say two put things. a thing on it. Yes. <laughs> One. I'm bummed overall about the choice of music. Well, it's royalty free. They can only do so well, much. Well, might I request something better? <laughs> something royalty free and good. Also, Silver Spoons was very bad. <laughs> sorry cowgirls way too juvenile yeah yeah was it not like baby town usa they're like jumping and leaping and kicking but nothing it seemed like it Mm-mm. it seemed like a number for mckenzie's age group yeah i did say it. i'm glad they added the bow to the little spoon that oh. it stood out a little, little spoon <laughs> as opposed to the big spoon yeah. we have big spoon yeah. and little spoon little yeah. spoon is the one that gets to perform and it has mm-hmm. a bow yeah yeah so it looks better, but yes. it's still Little Spoon. Yeah, it's still Little Spoon. Um, so we get to the group awards. So the duet between Maddie and Chloe gets second, and then the group gets second. And they claim that the studios that flew in to beat them beat them. They were the mm-hmm. ones who got first in duet and first Abby in group. I knew Abby was going to be pissed. Yes. Of course. She's she's pissed all the time. She's but pissed honestly, about it, everything. They didn't do good. 
Oh, yeah, period, Amy. Yeah, I mean, like, they didn't. No. <laughs> period, honestly. It wasn't. The choreography was bad. The vision was not fully realized. Yeah. The costumes were awful. Yeah. No, I didn't think it was anything to write home about. No, not I agree. Good. And then we get back to the green room, and Abby wastes no time in just, like, slam dunking on these children. And it's yes. like, you think you're winners? You're not. You guys suck. And she's screaming at them, and then she walks out. And then, oh, this was, mm, this was the best. She leaves and they're getting ready for the solos. And Christy's like, oh, I hope she's going to check and make sure that Maddie's CD doesn't skip. And the moms all giggle and Christy goes, or maybe she's going to check to make sure that it does. (laughs) Which was so so great. That was was such a good like zinger. And then it cuts to Melissa who's like forlornly like untangling like iPod, uh, Mm -hmm. like earbuds or something. And she just is so sad. Um, Abby, then it like cuts to Abby later on helping maddie with her makeup and kelly's like she never helps my daughter with makeup blah 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 melissa makes a comment about the contouring that happens with dance did you did you hear this comment no so like abby is putting bronzer like to contour maddie's muscles more Mm. so that she looks more muscular because she's nine and that's what she's supposed to do it's very strange but melissa is like seeing this happen and she's like oh honestly do that to my stomach like melissa shut up problematic i cannot stand her cannot stand her it's like how do i make this moment about me somehow and deflect all of my problems so annoying so maddie goes first i have a question for you two you watched this episode i watched yes we watched it together we did and ate pizza i have a question if it were not explicitly told to these judges how in the h would they know this was a dance that was supposed to be about Helen Keller? <laughs> they <laughs> wouldn't. Like, what about, no. I it wasn't I, named, this dance is about Helen Keller. It was I named thought, something I like. I thought the name was Helen Keller. Oh, was it? I think that was the name of the dance. Really? I, I, I kind of so. think so because I'm gonna at Google the it, end, or I'm gonna they have a announced it. Like, I'm pretty sure they, they said, announced like, Helen Keller. <laughs> oh my God, oh, really? No, no, no. They announced Am I dumb? The number. They announced like number 153. But I think yeah, no, they the might name have. is Helen Keller, I think. Well, because <laughs> I think that was also what was so jarring about it is that they literally named Oh, the you're dance right. Helen Keller. It was used for Maddie's solo, Helen Keller. Dang. Okay. I was not paying attention. I'm a fake fan. Besides that, <laughs> sure. Besides the fact that it's explicitly told to the judges in the name, what about the the dance itself communicates that? The I'm, one part at the end where she can't find the teddy bear. Yeah, um, and she's like, and she like reaches like, for it. Well, and I like, personally thought the low blow was like the smudge all around her face. Yeah, like making her yeah. look dirty and like terrible. Yeah. It's just, like why my follow up question is why can't it just be like nondescript creepy ooky spooky stuff like why you know what i mean like back to you what you were saying earlier like why do you have to pinpoint it and make it a specific historical thing right, right. why can't you just have a cool dance right. that's like creepy and she did a creepy thing last week and it was like and just like name it something like a name of a song or something yeah, yeah. it just doesn't it doesn't have to be but again it's because she's not creative yeah that's what it comes down to sorry Insane. i gotta burn it would be an un- it, there's an unthinkable amount of little baby like two second cuts every time i edit these episodes because they're all my burps <laughs> <laughs> um nia's next she oh does her like 
rope thingy and Can it's I read like what flexi- I wrote about Nia? you were screaming you loved it, you loved nia, it. Is giving, <laughs> nia is giving gagged and gooped she is more than slaying she is slipping if she doesn't get first i will be committing a war crime oh wow i well, quite frankly think it was the best thing i'd seen all night wow you were freaking out a little bit about it can i say something a little bit inappropriate <laughs> go for it tits out for nia tits out for nia <laughs> yeah fair also tits yeah. out for dr holly who went on the disney ambassador cruise did you know that no but she now did I'm, jealous of, I'm not going on the disney ambassador cruise with dr holly i was a little jealous about it too yeah i agree it holly's crying nia. holly is sobbing she's watching yeah. nia dance she's doing something mature tears always yeah. abby is like it's good wasn't great. great it won't even make the top 10 that was like, so whatever mean because she yeah. could have been nicer about it nia did a really good job yeah because the last Period. time she had a solo she, she forgot, forgot the dance. yes the so last time the fact that she did it as an improvement yeah true she did the whole thing yeah last time we were in miami and she like <laughs> she's dancing and she stops and you can see it in her face and then she immediately starts crying and she has this it is so sad so, no, Nia's so that was sweet. the last time and she's she did so it yeah yeah, it was really good. Uh, Mackenzie goes next. And Mackenzie has an interesting conversation with Gianna in the back right before she goes on. She says, if I forgot my solo last week, why is Abby making, why is Miss Abby making me do one this week? Mm-hmm. Like, that is an excellent question. She's such a baby. She's so, yeah. Like she's so eight. little. Yeah, or not even. She's probably like six or seven. It's the pressure they put on these kids. Like- yeah, she is baby. Mm-hmm. And she's like, if I forgot it, why am I doing it again? <laughs> and Gianna's and can like, I say something Abby about believes dance. in you. Again, Mackenzie, very cute, great at doing dance, but still kind of messy in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dang, roast her, drag yeah, her, so I guess. Drag. If you're a part of the Abby Lee dance company, I'm expecting a higher standard. Mm. Dang. Uh, my note says that Mackenzie is so cute and I'm deceased. <laughs> so we had opposite experiences. I just think that I, I, find that mckenzie was so cute because she's so young to me and her costume was daisies and her costume was daisies so she just looked like a little baby so literally she could have gotten up there and forgotten the dance and i would have thought it was amazing yeah totally that's exactly what happened well melissa (laughs) cried she's like it's the first time that uh that mckenzie's ever danced and it made me cry okay hot take i didn't know that that was maddie's little sister yeah Yeah, you would never know because melissa only loves one of her kids yeah it's very clear actually melissa doesn't love either of her kids melissa loves herself yeah that's the tea um mckenzie gets first omg very exciting and she gets a little tiara it's very cute that's when i teared up yeah, yeah. amy was like wait why am i crying so also i just like when people win in life i cry yeah fair <laughs> shine shine theory baby <laughs> nia gets ninth so she did make the top 10 suck it abby she did do it mm-hmm. um maddie gets fourth yikes and then Abby is like, I'm glad Mackenzie pulled out a win. Who even knew the kid had a dinner? Like, yeah, so it should be you. You should be like, I knew she could do it. Look how cool I am. After the awards are over, we're back in the green room. Kelly, this is when Kelly like goes in and is like, you could have made my daughter feel special, but you didn't. It's so unfair. Abby yeah. is like, I don't set out to hurt a kid's feelings. Also, if you had a problem, you should have told me before the competition and not now. Um, Abby does mispronounce the word accusations, which is great. She says acquisitions. I'm like, okay, period. <laughs> um, and then Abby is like lecturing the kids about the moms. And she's like, if anybody else has any other questions about the scratch CD, you can let me know. And I'll tell you where you can stick that scratch CD. I'm like, dang, Abby. And then Melissa is just so hype. 
that Abby finally stood up for her and is like, huh, see, told you. Mm-hmm. Abby says you guys are the worst. And then that's it. That's, that's the end it. of the episode. Wow. I did want to say one thing. What you got? GF. So the captions, we were, we were watching it with the um, yes, closed captions. Yes, we are on. closed captions house. Yeah. And they spell Chloe with a K. It's which not. just goes to show that the Kardashians have infiltrated Absolutely. every aspect of pop culture. Absolutely. Down to That's closed captioning on Hulu. Totally. Uh, yeah, exactly. Their whole thing is on Hulu now. Yeah. So I was so, like, oh my gosh, it literally says Chloe with a C. I didn't even notice came. that. And then the closed captions are with a K. And I was like, period. That's we everything. Got we got Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, dang, do you guys have any thoughts about the episode that we didn't get to? Do you have anything else you want to say, Abby? No, it was just giving very, like, early 2000s. It's so early 2000s, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's just Bradley so good totes, to watch. Oh, the bedazzled phone cases. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> the yes. iPhone, the like, Bradley. 3s or whatever that are, yes. like, Bricks. humongous. Yeah. 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 And just the fashion. Like, I remember watching the show thinking, like, I wanted all of their outfits. Yes. Yeah. And I remember being like, they're cool moms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, when I, whenever yeah. I watched anything on TLC. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, they have it together. Duh. Yeah. We were TLC wannabes. It's yeah, true. Still am. <laughs> Period. Also true. Now I'm an HGTV wannabe, but yeah. similar. Yeah. Um, okay. In terms of songs, the segment started out as what's a good dance mom song, but how do you quantify that? And also the music's royalty free, so there's nothing to go off of. Do And I'm going to put this on um, the Pyramid Bops playlist. Mm-hmm. So what is good music you've been listening to this week? What's a, like a specific song that you're like particularly jazzed about? I'll go first if it makes you feel better go for it okay the song i picked is a song called victoria's secret by the artist Jax j-a-x and i'm gonna read i want to read the lyrics to the chorus because i think they are very well written um i should have pulled this up earlier but that's okay i'm not gonna get mad at myself okay so the lyrics of the chorus are i know victoria's secret And girl, you wouldn't believe it. She's an old man who lives in Ohio, making money off of girls like me. Cashing in on body issues, selling skin and bones with big boobs. I know Victoria's Secret. She was made up by a dude. Just amazing. I love a whole episode on Victoria's Secret. Yeah, I have a a thing, a piece of art that I was going to hang in my bathroom, but couldn't find a frame, blah, 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 whatever but it's stuck on the side of my fridge so you can see it. I see it every time I come out of the bathroom in the morning, which is where I get ready. And the the art says your insecurities were cultivated by a man in a boardroom. And it's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, if mm-hmm. nothing else, like we were talking about this at the beginning, if nothing else, like my conscious decision to not give into the like misogyny of the beauty industry is just to spite men. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it was also created by the people patriarchy exactly so it's like if literally nothing else if i can't like be down with the way that i look for me i'm gonna be down with the way i look just to not put another freaking dollar in your pocket bro amen so this is i'm gonna play a little bit of it i'm gonna skip to the chorus it's also very catchy It's very good. I'm putting it on the playlist right now. Abby or Amy, what do you have? I can go. Yeah. Um, this has been on my mind, the song. It's called All Because of You by Stephen Day. John and I have been listening to it because that's the song that I'm walking down the aisle to. 
Dang. I love. Uh, I'm going to play a little bit of it if that's okay. Do it. And I'm also adding it to the playlist right now. I would love to see Maddie dance to it. <laughs> Maybe she'll Dang. dance you down the aisle. <gasps> Not to steal your show. I was about to say, uh, maybe not, but maybe also, yeah. I'm going to fast forward slightly. If it's Maddie as Helen Keller, sure. <laughs> With the teddy bear. I hope you think about that on your wedding day. Me too. <laughs> this is very sweet. Stephen Day. It's very sweet. I love. Thanks, guys. A- uh, Amy. I almost said Abby. Amy. Yeah, I'm starting my mornings with Break My Soul by Beyonce. Mm. Period. And uh, she's giving us a dance album, which is something (gasps) we've been asking. The whole album is going to be like this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's something we've been asking for for quite some time. So like... Since Formation. Yes. Which is almost a dance album. Um, And that song sounds like this. Oh, this is Big Frida. The producer. Mm -hmm. I love Big Freedom. Let me fast forward. Release your job. And Amy said, I absolutely I, will. I will. You guys shouldn't. Yeah, please. <laughs> it's so nice. You won't break my soul, period. Um, do you guys have anything you want to plug? We already plugged Extended. Follow Extended on Instagram and now on TikTok. Very exciting. The Extended yes, Shop. Yes, yes. Come shop with us if you're yeah. plus size. Extra large to 5X, baby. Woo! And nothing smaller, so stop asking. Yeah. Abby. Follow our girl on TikTok. Abby and Benson. Dang. Period. Period. Uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode of The Pyramid. All of my social media stuff is linked to my link tree, and the link is in the show notes. I'm also going to put uh, Amy and Abby's social media things in the show notes as well. So you can follow all those things. Yeah. Dang. My guests, my listeners, I love you and I'm proud of you. And I will see you next week. Thank you for having Thanks for having us. us. Oh, Thanks for doing it. it. So I fun. literally would not be possible if I wasn't good at bullying my friends into doing me a personal favor. It was the best. <laughs> and it was not, I shouldn't have been as nervous as I was. Same. I agree. Exactly. Yeah. See? It was so chill. I agree. Dang. Thanks, Amanda. Oh, thank you guys. Okay, talk to you later. Bye.